Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Skate Church Movement Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Shadow, and with me in studio is my boy, Brandon Baker. <laughs> Dude, Brandon and I are in the house. We are doing uh, one of our, um, in my opinion, the more fun podcast because it's not just Brandon and myself talking, uh, but no, today is one of our special interview episodes, and today I have the privilege to introduce you guys. You may know him, um, but for those of you who don't know him, my man, Lyle Wall. So Lyle is out and from, uh, he's like the rest of the Austin, Texas area, man. And it's funny, I met him back in 2018. I was traveling around the States, um, just seven months living out of my car, just doing a Holy Spirit led road trip to every state. And I met somebody through Instagram who said, hey, I heard of a guy who is doing skate ministry and then some local skate parks. You should go team up with him. And it was like someone I never knew who referred to me to another person I didn't know who referred to them to for me to allow is a crazy weird web that was being just you know weaved together yeah weird for sure yeah exactly but then i went to the skate park and and i and did some stuff out there but then um i remember i think i first met lyle i met you at at your house it was afterwards um i got to meet like you yeah. know his, his skate crew and everything but this dude is just out there doing it and it's funny in the skate ministry world sometimes we can see people on like instagram or part of big skate teams or whatever and and sometimes, sometimes you meet someone that you, you've never heard of, but they're out there right. doing it. And that's one thing we want to highlight on the Skate Church Movement podcast is how sometimes like there's dudes who are out there doing it and you have no idea. But if we can come alongside of each other and say like, man, like that guy's doing this. What can I learn from that? Or man, I had no idea that someone was in Saskatchewan, like leading yeah. skate ministry or wherever it might be. Um, but I was one of those dudes. I found out um, what he was doing, got to meet him, got to, uh, you know, just really see his heart. And what he's doing in the skate culture, and I was so moved by it. And to this day, I'm super inspired by this guy. So, without further ado, I just want to welcome uh, Lyle. Lyle, what is up, buddy? What's going on, guys? What's going on? Yeah, dude, I'm so excited for you to be here, man. Like I said, you have something to to teach us and to instill um, in the listeners out here. But um, before we even get kicking uh, with like our main topic of the day, um, you just want to give everyone a quick um, little synopsis yeah. of what what led you to do skate ministry in the first place. I believe you said uh, many years ago you you got witnessed to at a skate park yourself, right? Um, it was probably about 20 years ago. There's this dude at the skate park, and um, through a bit, bit of conversation and commenting on stuff he was doing and the artwork on his grip tape, um, he whipped a Bible out of his back pocket and began to walk me through the Romans Road. And it was interesting, and for the first time, it was a Christian that seemed like he genuinely cared about me, mm. and I was intrigued, but... After a while, I just, you know, after he left, I blew him off. But fast forward years later, just through the darkness that I invited and embraced all my life, finally consumed me and God reached down and saved me. I remembered that guy. And mm. I'm like, I got to find that guy and let him know I, I get it. I understand what you were trying to tell me. Hmm, wow. And I looked him up and I found him. And uh, he had a skate park at his church. And so I, I went and I told him, dude, I don't know if you remember me, but, you know, I got saved and what can I do? And started helping him with uh, with his uh, Calvary Skate Park of Austin. Hmm. And uh, so that, that's how it uh, first got started. That's awesome. This is probably super humbling for that dude, for you to like come back all that time later and be like, oh my gosh. Because sometimes we can like plant seeds and be like, did, did what I say ever land on that person? Or did that person just shut me down or whatever? But yeah, for him, I'm sure he was probably like so shocked and, and stoked, like just so full of life to see yeah. you coming back. Yeah, it was crazy. It was on Good Friday too. So every every Good Friday, I message him and like, hmm. him know, like, dude, I'm so thankful for you. Like, you have no idea. Yeah. 
but yeah, so I so I helped him out um, for a while. My 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 wife and my daughter and I we helped him out um, at his church on on the weekends with their skate park, and then uh, we would travel to different cities. He had like a, a trailer, kind of like Judd, almost mm-hmm. just like Judd. Like it's like a puzzled skate park into this trailer, and we travel and set up and uh, and uh, share the gospel. And then uh, I I told him like, dude, I want to do this at the, at my church because you know I didn't go to the same church as him. And uh, he gave me like a park. He basically gave me all his stuff and rebuilt new stuff. Wow! And uh, so after you know convincing our, our elders that, that it would be a, a beneficial thing to do <laughs> at our church, um, we we opened up a skate park, and it was the first uh, free public park in our county. Wow! And uh, we did that for a couple years, and then um, after a while, the the you know the public parks started opening up, and they didn't see as much of a need for us to have a park. Because um, in Texas, you can, you know, it's like Florida, you know, you can skate all year long. You oh, don't yeah. need to have an indoor park very much. Mm-hmm. Um, not that ours was indoor, but uh, so after that, uh, I, I shut it down. And honestly, I just kind of like struggled. Like, do I shut it down? Or because I don't want people to be like, see, his ministry failed and we knew it wouldn't, you know, last or something. I, I've struggled with pride. Um, so I, I prayed one day. I was like, God, it, it, we'd have like 60, 70 kids show up sometimes. But I prayed, like, God, if you don't want me to do this anymore, if it's done and I should just let it go, then don't let anyone show up. Mm. And nobody showed up, dude. Wow. <laughs> and then, like, There's like Gideon, for the you. <laughs> next week, like, like, did it, I, I did it again the next week, you know, like Gideon throwing the fleece. And yeah. nobody showed up two weeks in a row, which was crazy. So I let the part go. And I, I started to just, uh, I didn't really think of it as skate ministry, but, I'd, you know, I'd go to the park and, and love on people and, and witness to people and build relationships. Yeah. Um, then, uh, I met a guy at the park. I actually gave him. Uh, I don't know if you remember Johnny Pinner when he came. Yeah, to my absolutely. House, yeah, he's, he's the first he uh, the first dude I met down there before before I met you. I met Johnny at the at the skate park down there. I met him at that skate park I was helping at, hmm. uh, at Calvary Calvary Skate Park. I met him there, and I told him one day I'm going to do this up there by your house at at uh, my church. So the first day I started my part, he was there. Hmm. Um, but fast forward, he gave me some Mike Steincap tracks. And I was talking to this guy at the skate park and gave him one and was telling the guy, you know, what, uh, kind of like my history and stuff. And, and uh, he took my number and then a, about a year later he called me. He's like, dude, I want to do skate ministry, but I don't know what I'm doing. I need help. Said, well, you, you know, you help me. And I'm like, dude, I'm a, I work a 60 hour week job. I'm also a youth pastor. I, my heart says yes. My schedule says no. Let me pray about it. Hmm. And uh, I prayed, my wife and I prayed and, and, uh, we both were kind of like, this is what we were supposed to be doing. You know, this is what, this is what we were made for. So I called him. I'm like, okay, I'm in, but um, I'm bringing Johnny Penner with me. <laughs> and the three of us, the three of us, sat down in his living room and prayed, and and Extol was born. And we begin to do like annual uh, big events, like big contests. We did have Brian Sumner come out, or Mike Steinkamp, and different guys. And we do one annual event, but we do little events all through the year to like point to towards it. <laughs> um, we did that for a couple years, and then. Um, uh, the gentleman that wanted to start it, kind of his life and his kids going to college and stuff, he needed to spend more time with his family, so he wanted to wanted to step away, and and uh, so we we kind of let Extol just kind of sit dormant. I still the things I do now, people still like myself and the other guys from Extol will will go to the parks, and and there's one of us that he goes to the park every, every three skate park or two skate parks, yeah, no three of them in our community. He goes like at five in the morning with a headlight on and like cleans all the trash. Hmm. And then, then he takes his dog home and goes back and skates. But it, him and, and Johnny and, and uh, Chris and Thon, any of the guys that, that were part of Extol, if we do anything, 
uh, whether it's just give a kid a board or give a kid a set of wheels or or do a quick game of skate or just you know have a nice chest of water no matter what it is we do everyone always still thinks it's extol so even though extol's not officially mm-hmm. you know a name of a ministry anymore it's it kind of lives on just because everyone remembers us as that yeah still making an impact it's, it's, it's like you just like live just by like serving serving the skaters and like and everyone sees that model of like dang these guys are the guys who are doing this like day in and day out so that brings us to you know pretty much now where I'm, I'm not officially part of any particular ministry but um, um i help out whoever i can you know in any any skate ministry that i that i can i'll help out any way i can i'm helping to uh, Christian skaters uh, of Central Texas with a contest this weekend, and I'm just there to whatever they need to judge, uh, you know, running scores back and forth, mm-hmm. water, whatever, just just whatever they need. And same goes for you know any of the guys that we've we've met along the way from, gosh, Truth Riders 180, uh, Malchus, um, Rock the Desert. Uh, you guys, testimony, unlikely, forgiven, like in, in, any of the skate ministries out there, like I'm, I'm just available for whatever they need, um, hmm. whatever that looks like, you know? And that's huge too. Like, that's like, I think what, I think that's what we're all called to be. It's like be, almost like the whole, like, you know, being all things to all people in that sense where it's like, and even in your case, like just being all things to all skaters and being all things to those in different ministries. It's like, how can we serve one another? And again, like that just again, I mean, just for a little, selfish plug if you will but like what our heart is here in, in doing this whole like skaters movement thing is to show like dude if we can all say man like i heard calling all skaters are gonna be in town like how can i serve them best to see the kingdom of god advance yeah. or like oh unlikely is coming down here to well yeah they are coming down here to florida in like two weeks it's like oh how can we come alongside of them and help them do what their mission is it's like making ourselves available and making ourselves say like how can i put this person or their mission like before my own. Cause ultimately the, the biggest mission that we're all trying to serve is, is just seeing people know Jesus and have encounters with King Jesus. And, and we just need to bow down before like our own selfish pride and say, Lord, how can I serve like one another? How can I serve my brother or my sister to ultimately, you know, serve God all the more, you know? And that's, so that's beautiful, dude. Like, so what you're doing is exactly that. And another reason why, um, I don't know that any of us who's listening can just be encouraged by, um, just that willingness to say, Lord, here I am, send me. It may not be my own ministry or my own thing, but it doesn't matter because I'm going to come alongside someone who has the vision, help them carry that vision to fruition. Like that's super yeah. tight. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I mean, something I noticed in, in skate ministry, I think it was, I think we were with, uh, with Malchus and uh, we, he does a, uh, an event once a year in Oklahoma. And uh, that's when I first met uh uh, Kyle from uh, Unlikely. Yeah, and good Sean dude. Hover and, Sean Hover and all these all these guys are there, and, and a lot of us get together for different events, you know, help each other. But at that particular uh, weekend, I was like, you know, this this is important for us to get together as as different ministries because I think we all struggle with thinking that we're alone in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I I know I do, and I'm like, I've got brothers in Christ that skate with me almost every weekend that live walking distance from my house, but mm-hmm. the enemy, you know, will lie to us and will tend to to think that we're alone, you know, and, and it's a, a you know, be, if you think you're alone long enough, then it'll become your reality, even though it's not true. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh, I mean, totally. The devil, the devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And the ones that he devours are the ones that are away from the herd, or the ones yeah. that are alone, or the ones that are sick, or the ones that are weak. And For a sure. lot of times, as, as ministry, ministries or ministry leaders, uh, 
we believe that lie and think that we're alone in it. So if there's anything I could do to let somebody know they're not alone, whether they're in ministry or whether they're a lost person, like mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. I, I, I want people to know they're not. Heck yeah. Do you I'm like throwing my fist in the air right now? Like pump my fist like, yeah, come on. That's right. <laughs> Um, no, that's so true, dude. Yeah, the enemy is a ro- roaring lion, man, just trying to isolate us from the pack. And when we're isolated from the pack, man, that's when he comes in and comes to try to attack. And yeah, just pff, weigh us down. And that's like the beauty of seeing. Like, I remember um, when I first met you, going over to your house and seeing just this community, like all these fellow skaters, like seeing where there's just like just dudes who's new, your fam, like you know, your daughter, your wife, like everybody's coming together, having a meal together, welcoming my friends and I in. Uh, my friends who didn't even skate and those dudes felt so welcome and so loved and like, dude, we're a part of something. And just seeing you have that kind of community, I'm like, that's, that's what we all need is to have community. Cause when we have like guys who are all like-minded going into something, uh, going into a dark place, like the skate world is a dark place sometimes, but when we go out there yeah, like yeah. in numbers and with one another, even if it's just two by two, or if we have a big herd of people, like the ones that were at your house tonight, it's like, you have confidence, you have boldness, like you know what flag you carry and you know who you represent. And again, he who is in you is he is greater than he who is in the world. So yeah, yeah. man, that, that power in numbers of, you know, anything can happen. Like where, what was that one? Line? It's like a verse in Acts. It's like, if what these men do is of God, there's nothing that can stop them. And, and I see right. that in, uh, in that crew was like, dude, these are people of God right here. And if they want to take, take ground for kingdom, dude, it's going to happen. Because again, like, willingness of being available and just ser- serving one and one another like the way that y'all were serving each other that night was just inspiring i also all day long um but in the way again you serve your your skate park like i'm um, just to, like even pivot for a second like what are some ways that you've gone out there um especially even like by yourself like if you don't have dudes with you what is um a, a big way like i think you mentioned about cleaning up trash and that kind of stuff but what's a way that when you go to your local park that you're able to serve the skate park or serve the skaters? I always take an ice chest of water. Um, and that's always just a huge uh, conversation starter. Oh, yeah. Um, a huge blessing, um, too. Having having anything, like anytime I have can get anything like uh, like Tim from 180, sometimes he'll send me just like random a box of you know stickers and shirts and a couple boards or something. Mm-hmm. Anytime I can get something, I'll stick it in my trunk. I'll look for an opportunity for someone that needs something and, and to give some, to give them something is just a huge way mm-hmm. to start a conversation. I mean, like when I was a kid, if I got a sticker and throw out in a contest, I'd be so stoked. But <laughs> to be able to give somebody a new board, like I think I get more enjoyment out of it than they do, but yeah, it, it, it's a, just a good way to start conversations because they're like for free. And you're like, well, no man, nothing's for free. It's just somebody else paid for it. And mm-hmm. it's like a smooth open door to, to begin to share the gospel. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that every person I give a board to, like, I'm, I'm like, here's the gospel. Mm. I, I try to be spirit led and like, like, like be sensitive to, to the spirit, like what I should say and how I should say it and, and how much I should say. Cause sometimes it's just being, being kind and loving somebody, giving them something or encouraging them or, or hyping them up or, or, or whatever that looks like at the moment. And then later on, it's a direct message, you know, yeah. Or, or it, it might be it might be a game of skate, and sometimes I'll do a game of skate, and I'll I'll, I'll basically just say, look, I'm not going to bait switch you, I'm not, I'm not going to gather you all here and mm. then preach to you, but I'm going to let you know that you matter, that that you, your your struggle is you're not the only one that struggles with it, you're not alone. I'm here, these other guys are here, and we believe that the way to, to victory through these struggles is through is through Jesus. And if you want to hear more about it, come talk to us afterwards. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, it, a lot of times the kids won't even talk to us. They'll, be, they'll come say thank you and like you know give us props and stuff for doing it. But it's it's the two o'clock two o'clock in the morning direct messages that you get. Yeah. When they're like, man, man, dog, I don't want to stand in front of my homies, but yeah, I'm exactly. With one to hurt myself, you know. Or, and when that's when it, it gets real, and when and it's easier for people, I think, uh, to direct message. Uh, through direct message, sometimes I'll give out my number and we just text or end up talking on the phone. But it's it's easier for people to be more open that way. Yeah. And also, it's also easier to to witness sometimes because you can read what they're saying and have a chance to think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, before you respond, and and them as well. And there's something powerful about reading. When when you when yeah, I could tell somebody scripture and and they can hear it, but they cannot listen. You know. But mm-hmm. if I send them scripture and they read it. I mean, they're not going to just like oh it's scripture and I'm dismissing it. I don't I don't put I don't have to put you know Colossians one or whatever. I don't have to put a, the address in there. I just send yeah. it to them, and whether they know it or not, they're reading the Word of God, and yeah. the Word of God is powerful. The, the goal is eventually to get to the point where you can share the the complete gospel with them because I could love them till they till they're you know gray haired like me, <laughs> but me loving them is not going to get them to heaven. It's it's the gospel. Totally, you're like giving them that platform where it's like you're not just spoon feeding them everything, but you're like leading them up to the door, and then saying like, yeah. "Hey, now here's that verse. Like, go look it up." So it's like you're leading them to a place where it's like, "Okay, now you have a chance to own this yourself and actually like look into yeah. it, dive into it." I remember if I just had someone like just saying, "Oh yeah, here's the scripture, here's this," and just telling me everything, but they didn't like. I'm a very like visual learner, and I need someone to like have like mm-hmm. a. I need like an illustration to see, or I need mm-hmm. someone to be like hands on and say, okay, here's, here's the book. Yeah. All right. Now turn to this page and then read what this paragraph says. It's like, that helps us get skin in the game. And that helps us be able to yeah. say, okay, I'm not just letting this, this person make decisions for me, but he's helping me go to the place to like, it's like the going to the well for a, a drink of water. It's like, you can go up there and just keep giving someone a drink of water, drink of water, drink of water, or be like, no over there. That's that. Well, here's a cup go over there, pour the cup in there yourself and then take a sip. It's like showing you like, Hey, there's where water is. Go, go, go quench your thirst now. Um, yeah. So that's what you're doing. I, dude, I love that. Cause and I, I'm even convicted by that too. Cause so many times I'm like, yeah, dude, here's this, here's this. Let me try to spoon feed you. And I'm like, nah, dude, darn. I, I, I should just be like, Hey, here's the Bible. Let's turn to this page together. Um, cause that really helps someone own it. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm stoked. You said that like that actually really hit me hard right now. Well, something to remember, man, is is because I used to be real, like you know, like I said earlier when we were chatting before that we started the podcast is is uh, we're our worst critic and we'll critique everything. And I used to really critique yeah. everything, like I didn't do this, I should have said this, and I should have mm-hmm. said that, and I'd really like you know, like, what if I missed my opportunity and and they don't, you know, they, their eternity hangs on it, and I'm like, well, you know, wait a minute, it's like their eternity doesn't hang on on me. I mean, God doesn't need me. Yeah. He, he can glorify himself and he can, oh, he can yeah. make, make himself known to them without me. It's just the, the beautiful part is that he chooses to use us and that we can be a part of it. Yeah. And then no man comes to the father unless the spirit draws him. It, it takes a lot of pressure off of us. If we remember that, like it's not up to us. We, we just need to walk in obedience to, to way he's leading us. And specifically in that, uh, which way, whatever way he's leading us to, to speak or to share, and he'll he'll do the work, and he'll make it make it happen. Because otherwise, man, we we get down on ourselves and discouraged. And I should have done this, or I should do more of this. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if he's telling you that, then that's one thing. But but uh, remembering that that it's that it's him that does it. It's it's the spirit that draws him. Oh, 110 percent. Uh, it, it, it just it just 
it helps. It, it helps a lot. It takes a lot of pressure off and, and makes it makes you more relaxed. And when you're more relaxed, then uh, I think he can he can use you. Oh yeah, better. dude. That's one of like the biggest things. Um, yeah, it's one of the biggest things. Like I teach when I when I speak in churches and stuff. It's talking about how we're just the middleman. Like it's it's Holy Spirit in us who speaks through us. And every time we're like, oh man, if only I was more of this. If only I said that more. Or or if I had this going on in my life. Or if I had whatever. Like God could use me so much more powerfully. It's like, dude, the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of you. Like that's more than, en- that's more than enough to speak life into this person or to pray and see a miracle happen or whatever it is. And it's not about us at all. And when you just take that weight off your shoulders, man, dude, that transforms everything. And I'm like, no, God, I trust that you're good. And I trust that Holy Spirit, you're inside of me and you know what that kid needs right now. Even if all we do is listen or if all we say is like, you know, like three words through um, through a phone call or maybe three words on a, a direct message, whatever it is. But Holy Spirit knows how to use those words and speak so much more volumes than we could ever do with our own voice. Yeah. Man, that's the truth of the matter. Yep. Um, and I was, yep. I was thinking too, when we can critique ourselves and I know we can easily beat ourselves up and you know, I'm, I mean, I'll, I'm 32. So over here at, at ride nature, I'm like, you know, one of the, the older guys like leading like the skate stuff. My, my, my skaters are always like, yeah, man, you still got tricks for an old dog. And I'm like, thanks man. 32. But I know like you said before too, like sometimes you can let like, you say about your gray hairs and stuff, like you can let like age discourage you, but like does, you know, for anyone here who's listening, who's an older guy, like, you know, should age be something to discourage us or can God use us regardless of age or skateability or whatever? Like what, a, what, how do you feel? What have you seen with that? The most, mostly when it comes to my age, so what discourages me the most is, is not being like savvy on my phone, honestly, <laughs> like the edit stuff, edit stuff and everything. Like, um, usually like my daughter would help me and she's married and moved on way now. And, mm-hmm. and my son's up there visiting her. So I like, I don't even have him to, to help me. So like even trying to, I, I joined the, Christian skater zoom on Tuesdays. And sometimes I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. How do I get in here? Can they see me? Can they not see me? But I mean, as far as, is, uh, is serving and getting older and serving, um, it, it's all good. I mean, God, God can use, you know, a child and he can use an, you know, an old, old gray haired man. Amen. Um, I used to get discouraged getting older and not being able to do the same things as I could when I was in my twenties or thirties, you know, throw yourself down a flight of stairs and all that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, you know, if I, I can, if I, if I don't land it, then I'm, I'm going to be hurting for a while. If I land it, I'm good. But if I, you know, if I bail and I land on my feet and my heels are going to die, you know, Mm -hmm. but something that's cool about getting older is, is dude, a lot of stuff comes back. Like, yeah. Like no complies and bonuses and, you know, <laughs> I don't know if you know what Hensley flips are. Like yeah, yeah. all the stuff I was doing when I was a teenager, like all that stuff, everyone's doing it again. So I'm like, you still put out really cool clips. I, I will say that. This old man still, still can hang with them youngsters a little bit, you know, dude, no joke. What, what's cool too. I remember me thinking like when I was a kid and at our skate park, there was always, I had this leader um, who helped run the ministry. She she never skated. She was, you know, she could have been like my mom. I think now she's probably like, like mid, at least like mid fifties or something like that. But she'd be in the park working the desk and it was like, she didn't need to skate. But the fact that she was there, I mean, like a skater would just, they, they, they'd show with the guys who were skating with him in the park, but they would more likely like, all right, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to talk to Lisa real quick. And they'd always go over to the desk and just sit with her and talk with her. It's like, she couldn't skate, but yeah. she could be available. And there's so yeah. many times, like even now I go to the parks and like, I'll, I'll, I'll skate with the dudes, but half the time, 
I just want to sit like the park we were at last night half the time no one even skates it's just about like hey we're just gonna sit and just be present and just listen to some dudes like yeah. it doesn't matter if like you get tired after 10 minutes or you get winded or you're like man my, my knees aren't what they used to be but the fact that you make yourself available and like as when i was a skater i always gravitated to those dudes who like they'll, they'll skate around they, they show intentionality with wanting to be around us but then they just made themselves available and i'm like yeah. I, I want to know this dude more because he actually seems like he gives a rip, you know, and like there's very few times yeah. I feel like people actually care about shit back in the day. But, um, but yeah, dude, but being like that person's like, Hey, if you, if you sit and you show like that, Hey, I care about you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to serve this place. Like I care about, you know, skateboarding is my life and, um, you know, and I, and I care about you guys too. I don't know if you, if you know who Preston Terry is, but he always says that nobody cares what you believe until they believe what you care. Yeah. Until well, they believe well, that, that you care. And like, mm-hmm. and that's so, it's so true. It's so true. And yeah, sometimes I'll go to the park and I'll, 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 on my way there, I'll, you know, I'll pray or I'll pray in the parking lot and I'll, I'll say to myself, you know, also like you, you might not even skate today. So don't be selfish about yeah. it. Don't make it about you, you know, mm-hmm. but sometimes I'll go and just hang out and talk to people the whole time I'm there. Oh yeah. Now to be selfish, to be selfish, I do some sunrise sessions with a group of guys on Saturday. So like, that's, that's like my time to, to go and skate and, you know, try to get some clips or something. Mm-hmm. But any other time I go to the park besides sunrise, I'm totally open to know, to be okay with like, I might not even skate at all. And I'm okay with that. You know, if I'm just going to go and talk to people yeah. or even it's just, you know, talking to the, you know, some of the younger kids, parents that are hanging out at the park too. Like, um, just, just being there and, and being, like you said, like being available. Yeah. And that probably speaks volumes to the parents too, who always think like, man, my, my kids are around guys who are smoking weed already, or they're always drinking at the park or they're doing whatever. It's like to be a positive light out there in the midst of, somewhere where so much stuff is happening. I know in like the, the park out here up near St. Pete, like one of them, one of our team riders was up there a few weekends ago and he was just like, dude, there were kids who were like, like 10 years old. Um, just like trying to buy weed from the older guys or who were just like sitting there just like smoking joints and stuff. I'm like 10 years old, man. It just thinks like, what kid can we just like put under our wing and be like, dude, that's, that's, that's not what you want. These guys are not your friends. They're not leading you anywhere positive or uplifting. And I mean, that dude just like saw that. He's like, I want to give these kids actual boards and I want to show them like, no, we want to skate with you. We want to um, be like an actual like family to you and show you like, this isn't what skateboarding is about. Skateboarding is not about drugs. It's not about the party scene. It's not about like chasing after those kind of highs, but you know, but seeing those things and saying like, what difference can we make? Like, how can we be light out there? And, and I think sometimes it takes like kids just wanting to be seen. And, and I'm grateful dude, like from what you're telling me, like you're helping people be seen and through that, your intentionality of, you know, just showing these kids that you see them. Um, what's a, just a rad testimony you have about just serving, serving skaters in your local park. And we'll probably close up with a, a little chair on top of this, uh, with this story. Well, the, I, I did those, those videos for, for a while. And yeah. uh, I've thought about continuing, continuing to do those. Cause I thought it was just a good way for, to kind of put a spotlight on some kids and uh, to encourage them. And I always, the last thing I would ask them is, you know, how can I pray for them? Yeah. Um, the last, the last guy that I was, was, was doing that with, we were working on it cause he wanted to do an extended interview and, uh, he had passed away mm. before we got to record it. Um, so I haven't done one since. I'm, I'm still kind of praying about like, should I, should I do it or should I get his written copy from his family and, and read it or what? As far as, um, well, man, I, I can't, I won't 
say this is about me at all, but, yeah, but yeah. just um, scam, scam ministry that, that we've been a part of. Something that that's really cool is is um, we did an, one of the events that we did, and uh, um, we had a family that came out to the event, and they were there just to, to go to the park. Like the kid mm-hmm. was going to ride his bike, he yeah, totally. bike and board. He was going to he was going to do it. When he just so happened to hear uh, the message that was being shared, and he got saved. Hmm. And the whole family started going going to church again, and they got a hold of us, and they became part of what we were doing. And since then, they've started their own own ministry, and wow. now they do like skate camps for beginners and stuff. What? And it's you know you know everybody like everybody has has something that that God uses them really good at. Um, this particular the you know the dad of this family, uh, well the whole family they're just awesome. But the dad is just like great with younger kids, beginners like like really good about just teaching them and, and getting them excited and helping them be encouraged and not afraid. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, they said they, uh, became part of the ministry that we were doing and then they went ahead and, and uh, started their own. So, uh, anything that, that, uh, that we do, he's always there to help out as well. But, um, uh, it was, it's a ministry called Valor Skate and Serve. Yeah. And, uh, it was kind of born, born out of, out of Extol and they just awesome, awesome family and they got great hearts. And, um, that's something cool that, that I that I've seen God do through this, and and something that's cool is that, that uh, I can't take any credit for it, you know, which is good. Um, also, I think you might have met Jackson uh, when he when you were down here, Jackson Lindsay. He was also at at a thing that we were doing, and he when he got time for to hear you know a message, he's like, I know what they're doing, and he left. He like just split. He's like, screw this, you know. Mm-hmm. And then later on, like God just wrecked him and he was just broken and, and he ended up getting saved and then he got a hold of us he's like dude you know i'm saved how can i help and he came in and he started doing like some of our, our media and videos and stuff and once again that's not something that that um that i could say i had any part in um but something that god did uh in the midst of the, the skate ministry that, that we were doing and uh, honestly i think it's really cool to see things like that things that god does mm-hmm. that i have i have no hand in because yeah. honestly, I think that that uh, from, I, I know this from being like doing youth ministry for so many years. I think that there's a a small part of dark part of my heart somewhere that even though no one would know, I might take some credit for it. You know, mm-hmm. so so the the fact that I, I had a hand in it, you know, I was just happened to be there. <laughs> it's yeah. beautiful to me. It's beautiful. Totally. Um, yeah, I always love with like mission trips where I n- I never knew this for the longest time, but this one family. Um, they wanted to, it was the first time I ever left the country, I was so overwhelmed by fundraising and this one family just long story short, knocked my socks off and they were like, Derek, we want to pay for your whole trip. And it was like, uh, like you don't need to do that. Oh, I need this much money. And then they wrote me a check for like $2,000. And I was like, I don't understand this. Like, how can someone wow. do that? And they're like, Derek, it doesn't matter if we're the hands and feet on the ground or if we're the ones who are sending you, it's like even if we're, we can just be the way for you to go out there and do this thing, it's like whatever happens out there, like it's just cool. We can play a small role in it. It's like, wow, I never thought about it like that. Like everyone has a role to play, whether it's, oh, I was just passing out drinks at that outreach or, oh, I was preaching the sermon at that outreach or, oh, I drove the van for the kids. It's like, no, like every person who did something there, it's like we all get to be a part of like this great story that God is telling. And I love that the beginning of this um, of this whole episode with you began with saying, yeah, 20 years ago, it took a dude to reach out to me and witness to me at a park. And that led to you eventually doing a ministry with him, starting another ministry. And now you're still out here doing this thing and how even that ministry has 
bless other people so they can go and replicate the same thing. It's like that onward progression of like, we're all just here to be available. And then God uses like our availability to multiply and just to keep on advancing his kingdom. And that's like the common thread I see throughout these stories, man. And I'm, I'm so inspired by that. And, um, yeah, dude, Lyle, seriously, like, thanks for, <laughs> thanks for sharing all this stuff, Sounds man, for good. real, dude, no joke. Like the way that he writes stories is something that like, we can't make up like these kind of things. It's like, oh yeah, like this is my story and this is where God, where God took me and did all this whatever stuff. And it's, it's all about him. It's not about us. And I know like we're trying to share people's stories on here and you know, a disclaimer, I don't really feel I need, need to give, but yeah, this is about like what is God doing like in and through Lyle, you know, or in and through whoever we're interviewing this podcast. It's all about Jesus. And at the end of the day, it's like, we never want to make a name for ourselves or for our ministries. But we say, man, like Lord, let whatever our ministry is or whatever our hands and feet are able to accomplish, let the over the echo that it gives, just let it be your voice. Like, let it be like your hands and your, your feet. And thank you God for allowing us to be a part of it. Um, but yeah, yeah. dude. So I'll, yeah, <laughs> I'm hype. <laughs> well, sweet man. Well, <laughs> he's so good. He's so good, dude. No doubt, no doubt. Well, dude. Like again, Lyle, I I thank you for uh, I thank you for being a part of this, man. Like, um, any, any last things you you want you want to say or you want to bestow upon our listeners before uh before we uh, we transition and close out this episode? Um, man, if if you're out there and you're doing skate ministry or you're thinking about doing skate ministry remember that you're, you're not alone. You're, mm. you're not alone. You've got a family and a community of people across the world that are, that are doing the same thing and have the same struggles that you're going to have and the same ups and downs that you're, that you're having or you're going to have. And uh, just know you're not alone. And, and anyone out there that's in skate ministry would love to talk with you or pray with you and, and help you through whatever you're going to face that, that might be uh, challenging. But the main thing to remember is, is, I mean, Jesus said it, and I just kind of paraphrase it, but man, love God like it's the first day you met him, mm-hmm. and love everyone else like it's the last time you'll see them. Dude, good final words right there. Brandon, anything else you want to add before we, uh, before we close up shop? I'm really encouraged uh, that I didn't get to know any of your story beforehand, Lyle, so this was a wonderful surprise uh, and delight for me to sit back and just listen to what this type of ministry, um, ha- where it has taken you and what it has done. And I'm really excited to recycle what you said. And that is being available to serve at any possible time. And if I don't have the time to do it, pray about it. Cause if my heart is willing and I don't have the time for it, God will probably find a way. So I really, yeah. um, want to, want to take that challenge and move forward with that. Amen. Amen. All right. So Lyle, again, dude, thank you so much for being here, man. And, um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon, dude. All righty. Thank you guys so much. Oh yeah, dude. So that is it. That was our interview with Mr. Lyle wall. Dude. I, again, I said it a million times, Brandon, I'll say it again. I love this guy. And the, the whole time I'm, I'm listening to Lyle talk, like you can probably vouch for like the look on my face. I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I love hearing dudes who like, they have the same heartbeat. It's like, right this is what it's about. Like it's, there's no, there's no competition there. It's just Jesus, like just Jesus. And that's again, what, what our, what our heartbeat is and what our prayer is for all of us that, you know, we just all will learn to just, yeah, we're together, fight for one another. And again, I think, you know, I'll, I'll go from saying like, maybe this topic was about, about the beauty of serving, the importance of serving. But I think I want to change the topic of this one and say, you know, more than serving the one overall theme that, that was just ringing all throughout this is, is you're not alone. And if we can let skaters know that you are not alone, whether they're young, old or whatever, 
um, that we're in their court. We can take the time to sit down with them, to chill with them. And we can go out to the skate park. think we want to land all the tricks and like, Oh man, we're land this finally. But it's like, you know what? No God, like there's a reason why I'm here. I, I can land a trick maybe, but yeah, what's more important is who's that kid who just happens to be sitting by our water cooler right now. And can I give him a water and just hear his story right now? So, um, but I hope you guys were stoked. I hope you guys were inspired. Uh, as much as we were, I mean, Brand's looking over here like he's just enjoying some popcorn, like wide-eyed and mystified, like, dude, yeah, come on, Lyle. So, yeah, dude, so that's what we have for you guys. So, hope you guys were stoked. And again, if you want to be a part of this podcast and you want to be uh, one of our interviewees at some point, dude, hit us up, shoot us an email. We'd love to have you on here. Yeah, Brand, any any last last thoughts you want to add before uh, before we end this episode? Dude, I can't wait to cook up my next bag of popcorn and listen to the next interviews because <laughs> I don't know these people. I don't know their stories, but I'm so excited to find out what more is in this world, community and family that is skate ministry. Dude, no joke. Yeah. We're all, we're all in the same boat. We all need to hear these stories and get, get inspired. And dude, all these things can do is just lead us to seeing more fruit coming in and out of our skate parks mm-hmm. or out of our skate yeah. shops or um, yeah, whatever it is that we're working, whatever facet of skateboarding culture that we're involved in, it's all going to get better from here on out. And especially if Jesus is on our side and he's, um, yeah, he's, he's running right alongside of us, dude, anything is possible. So guys, thank you all for listening. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. And until next time, guys, keep pushing forward. <laughs>